1515 now probably presents the wrestling roundtable the raw the bad the ugly the podcast where we tell you what we like didn't like and what was just flat out horrendous it is your favorite tag team partners me Stuart Pearl it's Miller how was your past couple of weeks uh been decent man oh my goodness yep. sorry see that's Japanese wrestling oh, it's been good lots of wrestling yeah good stuff out there man it was it was a couple of tumultuous weeks I think yeah tumultuous weeks but I think now that the, I mean, as far as with, because I think we did get to talk about when it all happened. Like we we talked about what we knew, didn't we? Or did we did did we ever get to talk no, about no, that? No, no, because no, we didn't do a podcast on the. We we talked about the our predictions for the actual show. Yeah, yeah. So now that you know what we're talking about is uh, CM Punk, uh, the elite, the whole incident. Now it's I think it's better that now that we can talk about it. It's, it's a little clear what happened. Um, now, for me, I think during the time I had texted you, mm-hmm. I was watching the scrum when CM Punk kind of went off. And it was like, what the fuck? Like, if he's not drunk. He doesn't drink. Yeah. So I know that. So I honestly was telling Ali, like, what is wrong with him? Like, why is he so... This is weird. So I thought it was a storyline the whole time, right? Yeah. Okay. So who anybody who hasn't heard... Just to sum it up, you know, his rant about the Elite yeah, yeah. and Adam Page and blah, 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 and they're not good EVPs and all this other shit. Mm-hmm. And with Mega, who is also, uh, I believe she's like the vice president of AEW and the yeah. lawyer, yeah. they confronted CM Punk in his locker room. Probably not the best choice. Mm-hmm. Um, and from there, um, what has unraveled from the story is that CM Punk threw the first punch, and he says because he felt like he was about to get hit by Nick Jackson, which then prompted a steel as it escalated. Mm-hmm. It prompted a steel to throw a chair mm-hmm. and bite Kenny Omega, which is just fucking. I don't even fucking understand yeah. that shit at all. Um, but he says because his wife, who had a broken foot, was um, felt threatened mm-hmm. by the situation, which I can semi understand that. But so you throw a chair because that. De-escalates it. That's weird. (laughs) But anyway, not my job to speculate. And then uh, somehow Larry the dog was in the mix of it. And Mm -hmm. Kenny was just trying to move the dog. Because obviously if if the dog's owner's getting yelled at, he's like, well, what the hell? And he didn't think Kenny was the good guy in that. Like, oh, don't hurt the dog. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Um, And then it got broke up. And uh, some people were suspended. But we're like right back the next week. The Elite Mm -hmm. are still suspended. And there hasn't been an episode of BTE. Um, and the news for news and rumors mm-hmm. 
is that CM Punk most likely will not be back with AEW and that his contract will probably be bought out. From there, I probably think we'll see him in, like, New Japan and stuff like that. He's not, not going to wrestle. I couldn't see that. So I bet you he'll be in, like, New Japan. Definitely could see that. There's money see, to be made there. I could see him not, not wrestling. Yeah? I, I just think that my personal opinion on the whole situation is that everybody was unprofessional mm-hmm. and throughout the whole thing. And I, and I was a little upset that um, even Adam Page being involved in, in the tournament. That shouldn't have never happened. And because a lot of this stuff, everything's stemming from it, right? I, I'm looking at total yeah. disagreement with him in yeah, this. Yeah. I, mean, I don't agree yeah. with any of that. He, had, he was at home chilling. That's like me being at home. That's like you getting in trouble. No, no, because no. Because he had nothing. He can say, okay, but no. Yeah. Here's why I don't, I don't agree with that. Just like CM Punk can say whatever he wants. I ain't saying that Adam Page was wrong. I'm just saying that even putting them in there, it's like I just don't know, man. No, I I mean that's just ridiculous. You you sound like my personal. You sound like a union steward right now. Well, you're part of it because they said your name. Fuck that. (laughs) I was at home chilling, bro. I don't got shit to do with shit. That's what Adam Page on. He said I don't got shit to do with shit. Because what he said, no, because. What he said in that promo, that's past tense. I get what you're saying, like the promo that kind of sent things askew. But, hey, it was said, you didn't address it then. I'm a punk guy. But my thing is, you didn't say shit then. Don't start doing this shit, bro. Don't be on that. Because I think punk is the biggest person to blame. Because, honestly, to me, there was, (laughs) first off, you didn't have to address it. Right. Be a professional. You didn't have to, like... In this world, mm. just you Ooh. just gotta like. Wait, say that again. To, in this world, yeah, man, bro. Yeah, Ooh. that's deep. This just is the world. This is whether you said that. This is professional wrestling. This is sports entertainment. This is at a higher level where, when things like this happen, people are gonna ask you questions that you gotta sit there and say and deflect. That's just what that is. You have to. My simple answer would have been, why are you asking me about him? I'm the AEW world champion. Yeah. I just had a classic match. Mm -hmm. Ask me something else. Yeah. So, with that said, which is why (coughs) I'm like, we just say the elite. Mm -hmm. This was unprofessional too. Because you address it in a different way. Mm -hmm. You don't go to the man's locker room knowing that he's heated at that mm-hmm. and stuff and the one thing I do agree with CM Punk on is you're not protecting him from these questions even being asked in the first place mm-hmm. so I do agree because with you brought him. it up in a promo and you kind of opened that door okay yeah. and I agree with that and you already that. know this is something that he doesn't want to address now here's a question that um, one of my friends that I, I chime in on a podcast, uh, uh, and he asked me about... Uh, and, and hold on, real quick, before yeah. you get to that point. And here's the reason why I say this, though. Because I want to yeah. get to... This is the most major point. So then now, when CM Punk does get asked that question, he can't sit there and blame you yeah. for this being for this going down. Now he can attack said person asking the question. Right. Not and not feel like right and 
And as much as see, here's here's where I feel weird about it. Do I believe that there's some mole feeding thing saying that Cole Cabana wasn't part of AEW because of, I think that's a lot of fans who just speculate because they know y'all had beef. That's just common knowledge. Mm-hmm. But I think for CM Punk, he's always deflected for so long on it, and then maybe in the wrong way. And and I could probably you know, agree I that if it's I a sensitive it subject. You know what I think it is? It's because like you feel like your brother portrayed you. At least from, I'm talking about from CM yeah, Punk perspective, perspective of the story like and all that. Story. Yeah. You feel like that happened, but you still got love for him, so you don't want to address it. Right, you want to leave but, it be. Yeah, but you still don't fuck with him, so you right. trying to like yeah. But I think for him, it was like if Adam Page never brought it up in a storyline, it wouldn't be an issue. And Adam Page is bringing it up because he's his friend. It becomes bigger because you're the other person. Where for mm-hmm. Adam Page, it was just like I was just using it because I didn't think it was a big deal. But. Pers- you know what I'm saying? It's a different perspective. Yeah, yeah. And so things get blown the fuck up. And I think from that, then you add in that CM Punk didn't like that on a promo mm-hmm. or on some interview that he did that I believe was more in character than anything, to be honest, yeah, yeah. where he said, where Adam Page said, I don't listen to other people or the old guys. I don't think he really meant that. I think it was no, in no. character of being Maybe the not. cowboy shit. Yeah. But it gives him fuel because yeah. I already don't like you because you brought this other mm-hmm. bullshit up. Mm-hmm. That wasn't cool. So now I feel like you're you're a real asshole. It don't have nothing to do with story. And I think it sucks too because now it puts Tony Khan in a situation where yeah. the promos have to be a little bit more scripted. I was ju- that was the question that my guy said. He said, "So is this a catalyst to like when you give a lot of freedom and you have to reel that back?" And I said, "This is kind of what happens." But we always said. You give freedom until you you have yeah, to yeah, take yeah. some back, mm-hmm. and you take some from some people, and you go, "We gotta scale that back." So yes, I feel like in this situation, because they had the other one with Eddie Kingston and uh, Sammy Gravera, which they eventually worked out or whatever, yeah. where Eddie didn't like the body shaming shit. I feel like Sammy didn't realize it because, from a perception of an outside dude, Eddie Eddie's a. <laughs> did I say Eddie Guerrero? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, Guerrero. Guerrero. Oh, I'm sorry. From the outside, Sammy Guerrero. Eddie. Look like, what's the big deal? Eddie's a tough dude. Eddie Kingston's a tough ass dude. What does he care about his body? And really, it was an issue for him. He didn't like that shit. It made he felt like it made him look bad. Like don't talk. So, from there, it was just a misunderstanding. But me and you know how misunderstanding go. They go crazy. Mm -hmm. But they handled it like we didn't find out about it till it was over with. Yeah, yeah. Which AEW was really good about. This, unfortunately, because like you said, in the world we live and the way that CM Punk went about it, all that shit came out. And we I, still may never know all the ins and outs of it. Honestly, I, what I think needs to happen is like, and this is where CM Punk loses me and shit. Obviously, I'm a CM Punk fan in the ring. But where he loses me is like, I think even in this situation, he doesn't see where he done anything wrong. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so, because like to me, there's no reason for you to be walking away from AEW. I think you can easily apologize. I think they can easily apologize for their role. I feel like... Do you have a feeling like they're more willing to do that? Like, they're more on the, like, yeah, we probably shouldn't have came in there, bro. And, like, that was probably yeah, fucked yeah. up. Yeah, I think, yeah. I think they are more willing to do that. But I think CM Punk ain't. Yeah, he's the type of dude who's like, man, that shit. Like, yeah. they, I... And I hate that shit. It was shit. just like how he lost his shit when... They wanted to book him in a WrestleMania match against Triple H. Mm. Like, he didn't want that. But, dude, Triple H is one of the greatest wrestlers that yeah. have ever done it. And <clears throat> with Triple H, 
whether he pegged you or somebody else pegged you to go against him at WrestleMania? It's not like... Because, like, truth be told, we don't know if they said well, in Triple H is going to go over, too. Right. You you just like, I don't need you. Why do I got to wrestle you? Dude, that's a that's a big deal. It's it's almost like when they put it in in the in the video game, you know, we you, you have to do the story and you do your career mode. And one of the career modes is like when CM Punk had to go against Triple H at a WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It's like it's telling your legacy. Because it's not like this dude wasn't the shit because he was putting on some pretty good fucking matches. Yeah. At WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. But you lost your shit. You felt like that wasn't that was beneath you, that you didn't have to do that. And like I hate this to sit there and do this, but like Triple H from what we know about him throughout the you know, just from media or whatever when we see him, that's a good dude. So for you to be like Nah, fuck this motherfucker. I don't want to wrestle him and shit like that. It's just like, it actually mm, makes you look bad. It looks weird, like, what's going on. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I've always been impartial on that because I always, you know, I I haven't been the biggest Triple H fan, but a lot of it doesn't have anything to do with probably stuff that, like, he had control over. Mm -hmm. And it's not that I don't like him. I've always said that once he has the keys, WWE Mm -hmm. will be better, and I feel like it's getting there. Yeah, yeah. So, but I get what you're saying. Mm -hmm. Um... but yeah, that that's finally our feelings on the whole CM Punk saga. So let me just let me just ask you this. Well, you kind of answered your feelings on that, but and I think it's kind of been shown um, and proven. I think it's kind of an underlying until we have the end all results. People aren't going to talk about it, but I feel like one of the telling things of how strong of a brand AEW is is how, despite all that. This shit been dope as hell. <laughs> mm-hmm. And they still been doing a million viewers and the quality of matches still been there. It's like business as usual. Mm-hmm. And that tells me a lot. Um, but also says a lot for John Moxley, which we'll talk about later. Um, but it's yeah, just... Yeah. He's the face. Oh, dude. And he's... Double. Not only a face, but we'll talk about it. Um, yeah. So it's just like one of those things where, um, for me, I don't want to say tragedy because locker room fight, that's the other thing. Like, locker room fights happen, like, all the fucking time. These type of shit happens every year in every promotion all the time. And so it's like, unfortunately, it's with the top stars, and they happen to be EVPs, and they just won the trip. Bruiser getting... Right. It's the, like, getting, getting thank stabbed. you, bro. It ain't that. Thank but, you. It yeah. ain't that. It ain't that. Mm-hmm. Thank God yeah, it ain't that. No, but that's bro. what I mean. So it's like, once it all blows over, it's one of those... It's not even the dark side of the ring. Like, people make jokes. I was like, it's not dark side of the ring. It's yeah. like a... It's just, it was some goofy shit that happened, to be honest. You know what it is? CM Punk is so great that he's in his own way. Mm. That's what I see. Like, you're so great that you're in your own way. And that's a problem. Because it actually sucks. Because you actually, the problem is that you're actually robbing the fans of you. Because of your feelings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I ain't saying that, like, if you expect to be treated a certain way, then you got to be treated a certain way. I don't, I can't sit there and say that 
CM Punk had never approached the elite and said, hey, yo, don't the, yeah. y'all need to address this shit. This shit better not. This shit got to stop happening. This dude can't be cutting promos about this because this is not a subject that I want to talk about. Yeah. Or especially because I went through a whole lawsuit. Right. And I everything. don't want to use. Instead, yeah. it's kind of like you're, you're taking it from one guy's perspective and because he's your friend. And it's like, wait, just say you don't want us to talk about that shit, bro, and we can move the fuck on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It don't got to be that serious. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I feel what you're saying. Yeah. You just get. Things get bigger than they need to be, mm-hmm. and there's moles and grasses and greener on the other side. And the, the elite could very well go to WWE one day, but like, dude, it's not rumor, that fucking serious. Like, and that rumor, that rumor being out there, I mean, been around since before CM Punk got there. Yeah, and yeah, they probably sent some fillers out there. They said they did it. Yeah, they, they, they were like we and, and, and they're and they're fucking lying. You, I don't believe that. No, nah, I do. And you know why I say that? Because. You're not going to openly admit some shit. Your business shit. Oh, that's yeah, what, you that's, won't, that's but I I'm also saying. believe like, it like, when they say they, nah, they, man, they nah, did it. Nah, I don't believe it. Okay. And, and I just don't, because I don't, and I say that to say this. Because you don't want fans to be like, well, why are you doing this? And on top of that, you're not trying to tell the company that you work for that you're sending out fillers everywhere else. So you can see how much money you actually are worth. Okay. You're just not doing that. Because you I, don't... There are certain things about your personal business that you don't tell. That's just the reality of it. Okay. You don't do that. That's just. I mean, I think most people will keep that private. You don't sit there and go around and say, Yeah, I went to WWE just to see how much I was worth. <laughs> like, who openly says that? Nobody. When have you ever seen a wrestler just openly, outside of MJF, who, you know, uses a part of the storyline, right? But nobody else really says, oh, I went to this company. I went to Impact. I went to WWE. I went to New Japan. I went to all these other companies to see how much I'm really worth and shit. And then, so I brought this back to you. I think companies already assume that anyway. They already assume that because they also doing the same thing. As they're negotiating with you, they probably selling that fillers too. Like, would you want to take these guys on? How much would you be willing to pay these guys? Because that makes their leverage stronger when they negotiate. This is what happens in the this industry. And I'm not talking about just sports entertainment or wrestling, pro wrestling. I'm talking about in, in football and in basketball because like in basketball you know who getting a, a, a damn max contract but then there's other basketball players that's not really getting a max contract you think about DeAndre Ayton this past year right he was a restricted free agent so then when he signed or was going to sign with another team now the Suns is like okay well, now nah, all right we thought that he might be worth that, but we were trying to pay less. But then we can actually pay that. So we're going to match that contract, and now he's back with, with us. Because remember, he was supposed to go to Indiana. I I barely followed any of that, but I believe you. Yeah, but that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Like, I mean, I, things, I, these are the things. It's just the, me personally. I just, don't, <laughs> I just don't think they're on that. But that's just me personally. I could be wrong. It's just me. No big I just, deal. I just, if, if they wasn't, they would be doing themselves a disservice. I would say that. Okay. 
Um, but what were we talking about? News and rumors. I mean, hold on. Yeah. Let's let's, let's yeah. That was back. news and rumors. Let's, yeah, CM Punk. There was the update on CM Punk. Yeah, yeah, but we never do news and rumors. So that's why I was like, that. we kind of just flowed into we that. We did do news and Oh, you never said it. Yeah, I was like, yeah, well, yeah. yeah, yeah. But we, never, we never just flow into news and rumors. We always do a master watch for it then. News and rumors. Um, but those are only two things. You got anything else before we... Uh, no, I don't think there was anything really else going on. Bobby Fish came up on Impact. They said that Bobby Fish tried to talk to um, Adam Cole and... Um, Kyle O'Reilly about asking for the release, but Adam Cole obviously said no, and so did Kyle O'Reilly. And then Bobby Fish um, didn't renegotiate like the money he wanted didn't match what Tony Khan was going to give him, so he's kind of like that's cool. But Tony Khan already said that you know it doesn't mean that Bobby Fish won't ever be used to come back, you know, because there's a storyline obviously mm-hmm. with them, so there's no bad blood. But yeah, it was funny that he just turned up on Impact Zone. I was like, oh, you don't like. <laughs> I thought he would end up on like Raw or something. I was like, oh damn, he's not gonna be on Raw because he he's talking about how he run through buildings and shit for Triple H. So they've been making memes about him. Like, yeah, damn, yeah. you run through buildings for Triple H. You sign your ass. You still in yeah. Impact? I'm like y'all bogus. Leave that I mean, alone. but we don't know if there was even ever a conversation getting right it had between them. Yeah. That's the other thing. People go crazy with this internet. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's on the internet, it must be true. Um, yeah. But uh, what else? Alistair Black is taking... Oh, my bad. I was just about to say real quick on that. I think a lot of people who may not be signed... I think Adam Cole will run through walls for Triple H just because what Triple H has done for him just even in character development. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think he's elevated Adam Cole to a whole other level. And Adam Cole was already good, but he just... What he did was take somebody that was already good at something and made them even great. Yeah. Greater. I think it's more about, like I said, with him, I think it was also more about working with his friends. The Young Bucks are his, like, best friends, and they're all Yeah, there. yeah, yeah. So it was kind of like that, And I too. get like, paid good money to do I get paid good money to work with my best friends and my, like, wife. She's about to be my wife. Yeah, yeah. Um, I work less. Mm-hmm. Really trying to find the cons here. Not, no yeah, pun yeah. intended. It's like, I love you, Triple H, but like... Yeah, uh, yeah. Of course, because you know it, becomes, I mean? it becomes something different. Yeah, it's a total different thing. And, I, and I'm the guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I mean, you already know it. I already can yeah. tell where this is going. Because you think about the Usos. All them dudes are putting in work. Oh, yeah. They getting pissed at Yeah. And when them they want to take a break, they they're going to be able to take a break. They on Friday. Yeah. They on, and they the champions. I mean, these dudes are just... And then they got to put on... Uh, hey, what Seamus say? You gotta put on banger after banger after banger yeah. after banger after banger, and they just kept going. I don't yeah. want to do that, but like, and after banger, yeah. Uh, no, that's crazy. That's the work, the work schedule for WWE is. Uh, yeah, it's different, man. Yeah. And that's with less house shows now. Yeah, Remember, they don't right. do as many house shows as before. Nope. They've been doing like a Saturday and a Sunday thing, I mm-hmm. think. But whew, that's a lot, yeah, man. For, on the body and everything, as much as we know now, too. And we see kind of the difference, mm-hmm. like you know. After you I put mean, out, I think because I think in the beginning you had to put on that type of work. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah to establish different. yourself, and like now you don't have to. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Was it? Oh, there was one more thing I was gonna say, but I forgot it already. That's okay. Yeah. I'm, no worries. No, no worries. worries at all. Um. Yeah. But yeah, a Rob Banner ugly right here. Yeah. No, you got a match to watch for. Oh, my match to watch for. Yeah, we still need to get Um. Man, there's so much wrestling I watched. My eyes. Um, you know what? My match to watch for is actually, mm-hmm. and I, I forgot. I wrote this down. Jungle Boy versus Ray Phoenix from uh, Rampage on Friday. Shit, mm-hmm. that match was free to watch. Two hour show too. And it was man, that shit yeah. was. Let dope. you know, 
That that two hour show might be coming in the future. At some yeah. point. At some point. It's gonna have to anyway. I feel like it doesn't all have to always be two hours. I don't know. Nah, I just feel like there's room to you're like, fuck that. Nah, two hours. Least, Give it to me. I want to know. Yeah, yeah, one yeah. hour yeah, I, you bitch. I don't know that shit you talk about right now, yeah, right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, it my needs bad. To be a two hour show. Um but no, like that <laughs> It doesn't way, need to be a three hour show. You, right, right. No, but I think a two hour show, I'm telling you, they can they can get so much He doesn't especially especially with the all the belts that you have. Yeah, this is the way that you showcase them because I mean, I I think what it is is that they want to just like what we were just talking about in news and rumors. They want to be able to sit there and say like, because we don't want to overwork our star talents. That's just, they sign these contracts. The yeah, we want to spread the wealth. There's but I enough think you, time. But I think you can do that and and still accomplish that in a two hour show. Yeah, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, Ray Phoenix versus uh, Jungle Boy, man. I love what they're doing in between having Christian hurt, which is unfortunate, but I really do like the storyline that they did at the end with Luchasaurus, mm-hmm. and I do like the fact that um, Jungle Boy and Ray Phoenix got to put on like a crazy-ass match. Yeah. Um, just, man, I, I, I just like the way that Jungle Boy is progressing and elevating, and that mm-hmm. they're not like, oh, there's no storyline for him, let's just have him go against Peter Avalon or something. Mm-hmm. You know, something easy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fuck that. Ray Phoenix, bitch. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, shit, we're we going to wrestle, wrestle. Yeah, yeah. So that, you know, when Christian comes back, tend, use it. And they tend to do that all the time. I mean, yeah. It's not like they, Orange Cassidy, to keep him re- uh, relevant, that they just have him go True. against a jobber. They like, True. He, like he, you know, he goes against Wardlow and puts on a fucking match that, yeah. that tells a story, but is still fucking good. Yeah. He loses, but it keeps him relevant. You know what? That's a good-ass point. <laughs> I think we got so used to, um, and, and WWE isn't the only people who do this, New Japan does yeah. that, where that's not the case, where mm-hmm. like somebody gets injured, it's kind of like, well, just kind of yeah. your storyline's not happening, so mm-hmm. you just chill for a while. Yeah. It's like, Tony's like, nah, fuck that, dog. You, we're going to put you to work. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. Ain't no days off. Ain't no time. days off, dog. you like, yeah. fuck that. You're going to be on dark. Elevation, <laughs> like wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> like you gonna work more now? We gotta make them remember there's a story mm-hmm. going on. But yeah, uh, Ray Phoenix, Jungle Boy. If you could check that out from Rampage Grand Slam, um, it was really good. Yep. Um, all right, let's get right to it, man. The Rob Bad and Ugly, because we almost damn near half hour into this. Oh shit! Ooh, look at yeah, that. Yeah, but we finally talked about CM Punk, so that's good. Yeah, 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 for sure. The CM um, Punk, the Elite Saga, from this past week of wrestling. What was your raw, sir? My raw, John Moxley. Uh, my raw is John Moxley because I feel like, um, even though I, I, and I know you're probably going to address some of this, so I'm not going to okay, go so yeah, deep. Yeah. No, you can go as deep as you want, brother. Well, no, because I'm not talking about the match itself. I'm talking about John Moxley. No, no, I know home. that. That's oh, okay, what cool. I'm saying. You can go as deep as you want. I feel like with John Moxley. It's not like I disagree with you on this level. Gotcha. Um, John Moxley just kind of embodies the the spirit of not only AEW, but kind of like the everyday kind of dude. Whether you're black, white, whatever. This guy, a kid, kids, whatever. You just want to go to work, man, do your job. People be on BS at your job. You're like, bro, you know, I'm just trying to do my job. I like my gig, kind of, or whatever. So can we just work? Mm-hmm. Like, when he said I was, he was embarrassed. You don't get embarrassed when you don't give a fuck. He could just be like, man, that's them. I'm trying to get a check. Mm-hmm. When he cut his promo before they did the tournament for the championship... He said, I'm embarrassed because he embodies AEW. He believes in the vision. This is So he's like, man, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. Here y'all go. I was supposed to go on vacation. People fucking up. I got to come in and, and work harder, which I will because I don't no. want this place to burn the fuck down. 
Yeah. But y'all get y'all shit together. Like, that to me was like, bro, how can you not like get behind this dude? Yeah, yeah. So, but at the same time, Especially I Especially because did, after people won two behind Kenny Omega's speech he gave. Right, the, in the <laughs> locker room. Yeah. It was kind of like, damn, this is the, mm-hmm. like, this dude, I like, can he be EVP? Mm-hmm. Let me give this dude. He, he probably yeah. wouldn't be down. He'd be like, "Look, bro, I don't do that yeah, awful yeah, shit, bro." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you talk to me about wrestling. Yeah. I got your back. We'll talk all day. I'm here. Mm-hmm. He'd be. He'd probably be an EVP and wouldn't know it. Tony kind of do some shit the, like that. The rumor was that the the locker room was was pretty down. Divi- on, yeah, yeah, they, they were they, down. They were divided. They didn't know what was going mm-hmm. on. They were kind of like the fans. We don't know what's yeah, going yeah. on. Which credit to Tony Khan again mm-hmm. for being like, okay, some bullshit happened. He. He treats it like a sports team. Yeah. He really does. Because some bullshit happens on a sports team, what they do. Yeah, yeah. The whole locker room don't be in there. Some shit happens. They, nope, 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 nope. Close he addressed, that shit down. He addressed that shit real quick. Yep. He strip motherfuckers of titles and all that. He, he, yo, he yo. Nah. Said, back to business, bitch. Nah, we ain't on that. I, I got to give him props for that. He was like, yeah. nope. And that's all I have got to say about that shit. Yeah. I am done with the bullshit. Y'all get on my goddamn nerves. See, I think he had it. He had it. Because, I mean... Outside of Roman Reigns and the Usos, you're talking about these are the biggest names in wrestling. Yeah. And but, shit. Like, that he said, nah, and then one of these motherfuckers may not even be back. Right. Because <laughs> I ain't thinking to play with y'all. Yeah. And that being said, you had John Moxley, who's like mm-hmm. that glue guy, mm-hmm. when you think of teams and stuff. So, aside from just the story... And being, you know, the storyline of him being the rah-rah guy. And it makes sense with Mox, right, mm-hmm. for me. Um, because um, I did at one point want Brian Danielson to win the tournament. And I was kind of down. But yeah. then I thought about it. I was like, you know what? If he wins, he's, for all intents and purposes that we know, he's transitioning it to, over to MJF. And if that's the case, I'd rather MJF just win his fucking belt at full gear. And then maybe Brian Danielson's the savior who wins the belt off of MJF when he, like, I'm going to leave or whatever the fuck he's going to do, whatever that goes, mm-hmm. which is, I'm down with the story, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm down with the ride. But um, that being said, Moxley's my ride just because of the the realness of the story without it having mm-hmm. to be dramatic or whatever. You're yeah, attached yeah. to it because it's just real life. Mm-hmm. I'm a, My best friend is a dude who just wants to go to work and take care of his kids, bro. I'm a dude who just wants to go to work, come home, take care of my kids, bro. I'm going to deal with this bullshit. Y'all get y'all shit together. And so you can feel that. You feel that shit. I know you feel that shit because you because your side, mm-hmm. you know, thing with your job. Mm-hmm. And so it's like when you see that, you're like, man. And I saw a meme that was like, I identify with John Moxley because he's the guy who like just wants to clock out and he's gotta work overtime because his coworkers can't get their shit together. Yeah. And so it's like he deserves that break, but when he does get that break and he like loses the belt or whatever, I hope everybody chants thank you, Moxley. And he gets, like, whatever time he wants off to chill with his kids and his wife and whatever because he deserves it. And, like, that dude. And he puts on quality fucking matches week in, week, week out. Promos, matches. Promos, just matches. Like, he's just. He's no days off, bro. Pro fucking wrestling, man. Mm-hmm. Like, pro wrestling. Yeah. John fucking Moxley. Mm-hmm. That's why I have a fucking shirt. Yeah. I love that dude. Anyway, that's why he's my role. John Moxley. Yeah. And, like. Even though you know he could be this dude, I don't think anybody thought it could it could ever reach this level. And that's the crazy part. It's like, yo, you know what? He's exceeded the expectations. He really has. Yeah. Um, but my raw is simply, if you didn't watch this shit on Friday, you need to go back and watch this shit. And that was the brawling brutes against the Usos. Oh, uh, I mean, like first off, listen. 
Pete Dunn or Butch or whatever the fuck you want to call him, this dude's a fucking beast. And I think he makes that tag team even better with the stuff that he can do. And then the Usos, man, I mean, my God. Like, these dudes have just been on fucking fire. Fire. And you already know, my dream match is and will always be until it fucking happens is the Usos versus the fucking Young Bucks. I need this match in my life somehow, some way. Triple H, Tony Khan, just pull this shit together. <laughs> I, I don't just a, a one-off. I don't just have the match in in disqualification. We don't need a fucking winner, but just give me a, a half hour long match between these two. And then just have the locker rooms come out and fuck it up. And then we're like, damn, that shit was so fucking good. I don't care. We don't even have to have Tell a us winner. Beforehand. Yeah. The match will not have a winner. There will absolutely just, be no yeah. winner because of wrestling politics. Yeah. No one is winning. Don't anybody complain. It's going to go to a time limit drop. We're telling you yeah. now. But they're going to do crazy shit. That will be even fucking better. <laughs> you don't even have to have anybody interrupt. It just goes to a time limit draw. You know how... In, that would be great. You you got to be an ROH fan to, to agree with this. Everybody right now, now you said that, it's like, it's because he likes ROH. He likes that shit. No. But I'm just saying, though, like, truth be told, these dudes... I mean, just think about... First off, Jay Uso, bro, like... This motherfucker, how believable Man. was he when he was telling Sami Zayn, take it off, take our shirt off. His whole demeanor. Yeah. Like if he told he us, so if, if you saw a picture of them being nice to each other, he'd be like, this is some Photoshop yeah. bullshit, yeah. bro. Like, he, man, he's, they're killing this. They're, all three of them are going to get movie deals. I'm telling y'all right now, man. they're all going to be in the movies. Y'all better quit fucking around. Don't, don't ever. Man. Look. Their skills, their facial expression, they're just built for this shit. Sami Zayn is just, like, he belongs as the honorary oofs, yo. Like, he, But we should have known Sami Zayn's, not not that we didn't, but everybody should have known Sami Zayn's greatness when he was able to get us to believe in El Generico and he never cut a fucking promo. Remember, like, nobody ever talks about this shit. When Sami Zayn was El Generico, he never spoke English in a promo. He just spoke gibberish. And we loved this man. Ole! It's the only thing we knew. And for years, we loved this man. We He would fall on, you know, he'd take crazy brain buster. We'd be like, no, not El Generico. He never spoke a fucking word. Yeah. How insane is that? Dude. He had a fan foul going into the West name. It, and then had to reinvent himself with no mask. Yeah, should And then known. put on a fucking banger. Not the still shameless, yeah. the brawling brutes, the words. But this guy coming from Japan, Shinsuke Nakamura, fucking legend. And I got to go one-on-one with you. Yeah, it wasn't a, like supposed to be a surprise. Like, even though Seth Rollins knew it was going to be Cody Rhodes. Wasn't a whole surprise, but it was like... You coming, and I got to wrestle you. And, I mean, they put on one of the best takeover matches you've Don't ever seen. Don't even say takeover, bro. Put on one of the best matches. Yeah, yeah. That shit was yeah, insane. Yeah. <coughs> I mean, I feel like it's shit. one of the ones that made us go, oh, okay, NXT does quality wrestling. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the wrestling we like. Yeah. Oh, 
That's what he's, Triple H is doing. The shit we want to see. Yeah. And, and ROH on TV. It's showing, <laughs> it's showing you the storylines that go along with it. Because it's not like the storylines are trash. And then all you got was wrestling. No, it was great storyline, great wrestling. What was your round? Oh wait, you gave no, your no, round. No, right? That was my round. The oh, Usos yeah. versus the Brawling Bruce. That match yeah, was yeah, man, that, that match, match was fucking good. And for it to end the way it ended, it ended the way it ended for storyline purposes. Yeah. But that kind of what you said about Young mm-hmm. Bucks versus Usos. Yeah. If you just did it and yeah. then, but no, the the best thing about it was it wasn't like um, Imperium touched anybody True. that was actually in the match. True, good point. No, they just got distracted, took the L off the ball, and you can't do that when you're going against a top-tier team like the Usos. Can't give them an opening. No. One mistake. And if they, they they're going to take advantage. That's what was so beautiful yeah. about that whole match. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, you're bad, sir. My bad. All right, my bad. I have to give it to the... I, I cannot get jiggy with this whole... Um, Ronda Rousey and um, Liz Liv Morgan uh, storyline. It's just it's the curl for me that won't, yeah, curl, over. won't curl over. I'm not connected to it. I don't know you what know it what is about Ronda Rousey. Because we're not connected to. I, I'm not even gonna say Ronda Rousey. It's because we're not connected to Liv Morgan as the WWE SmackDown Women's Champion. Yeah, is is like I don't know. Like leading up to it. I don't blame Triple H either. Yeah. He kind of was kind of thrown into the storyline of it all. It was kind of like the plan. And it's easy to run with the plan that Mm -hmm. you got and tweak it than be like, fuck it. We'll start over from scratch because then it's easy for people to go, well, you should have just stuck with what you were doing. So I get it. But for some reason, I just can't get connected. It all feels clunky and and like. Because when she wrestles, everything is so calculated. That is slow. Like when I was watching this match with her and um, and uh, Lacey Evans, her pace. I'm like, yo, Lacey Evans is outpacing you right now, and that's crazy because she's a power wrestler. Power wrestlers don't move that fast and everything, but Lacey Evans is outpacing you and short and actually putting on a clinic against you. You are the the SmackDown Women's Champion. You, the only thing she did in that in that whole thing, which I felt like, whoa, now like this shit was this shit was crazy. I like that. Was when she did the senton off the top of the uh, turnbuckle. Mm-hmm. It wasn't even the turnbuckle, but the well, I guess you would still count that as the turnbuckle. The post. Yeah, off the post, did a senton. That's not something that we normally see in WWE women's wrestling. We don't normally see like somebody taking a bump like this. Yeah. And she did it. Lacey Evans took that bump. And she I was like, no, that was dope. But that still doesn't make you extreme. I still don't believe in you. Right. I think that's my biggest thing is like even with the gimmick, I'm kinda like, mm, you still don't have me there where I'm feeling this whole mm-hmm. match. I don't know about this. So yeah, that that's why it's my bad. I don't want to hate it before it happened, but I'm still just not connected to any of this. I feel like it's the women's, it's the SmackDown Women's Championship. Mm -hmm. It's it's a focal point of SmackDown, and when it comes to this storyline, I'm like, "Mm, I'd rather watch Damage Control. Yep. And you know what I was starting to think about? 
You know what Liv Morgan is? She's Natalia. Ooh. She's Tamina. She's Dana Brooke. She doesn't have a character. She is a character. Mm, she's a character, but doesn't have one but because there's no have... direction. I mean, she's the I... champ, so that's the direction, but I get it. Like, what's the... I don't know who you are. Yeah, there's nothing to connect to. I what am I connected to? I at least knew who Lacey Evans was. We know who Sasha Banks is. We know who Bailey is. We know who Dakota Kai is. We know who Eo Sky is. And this and they're gonna run into the same problem with Raquel. Because in NXT, we got to learn who she was. But ever since she's been up on the main roster, outside of that that first match she had against uh, Ronda Rousey, because that match was just fucking phenomenal. But we didn't have to know who she was because we already assumed this is who she was from NXT. So we thought we was getting that. But really, right now, we don't know who Raquel Rodriguez is. I don't know who you are. Who are you? All I see is this fine-ass Hispanic chick with, like, fucking back muscles out this world and she throws on a big smile but that's so basic and I don't do basic so who the fuck are you who is oh man that's such a good bad I'm I'm glad you brought that up that's right what's your bad raw oh damn not the whole shabang well I wouldn't say the whole show. But I would say that the fact that Bobby Lashley really isn't the focal point. That people really aren't chasing after Bobby Lashley. And Bobby Lashley having to chase after challengers is a fucking issue. This is pretty much your main title on this show. Showcase it. And guess what? People are going to respect the U.S. title more. Because... Bobby Lashley is holding down the fort, and even though he's not the WWE champion or the WWE Universal champion or the Undisputed champion or whatever the fuck you want to say, the thing is is that he elevated this U.S. title up to the point where everybody wants to go against this guy, everybody wants to defeat this guy, and these motherfuckers can't touch him. You just book him that way. But instead, he's chasing after challengers. He's having to tell people who's the face of WWE Raw is. And that shouldn't happen. We should already come in and say, damn, this dude is running this shit. He may not have the main title. But this dude is holding down the fucking fort. I should turn into Raw every week and say, Bobby Lashley is that dude. Period. So, we always get to this. I always do the ugly first. Oh, yeah. And my ugly is simply John Moxley winning the AEW title again. Look, listen. I understand everything you're saying. I don't even disagree with it. And you're wrong. The thing is that this is an opportunity to, for you, for 
one, AEW to give John Moxley that break and everything. You can't really give him a break when you're putting the main title on, on this guy. Give it to Daniel Bryan. Somebody who really can't wrestle probably as much as you would like him to. So for him to actually win the title, get his win back. Why can't he wrestle as much as they want him to? He's not on a limited schedule. I just think that, I mean, he may not be on a limited schedule, but, I mean, the injuries are starting to pile up. He can't stay healthy. uh, Am I lying? Since he's gotten to AEW. He's only been injured like twice. And it hasn't been a year? But it wasn't like he was going to be out forever. It's just like two weeks. It's just saying, regular man. injuries. Listen, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. Yo. First off, this is my soliloquy. Motherfucker. Oh, I yeah. I know. Yes. My bad. <laughs> you you give me your response when, I, when I'm done. Don't my bad. To, don't interrupt me. My again. bad. Shit. <laughs> Why you made me lose track? <laughs> but even then, though. Even if Dan Bryan could go as long as you thought he can go. Whatever. You know what I mean? My point is, is this. I'd rather them just put that title on Daniel Bryan. They put on a great match, which they did. They put on a, f- a phenomenal match, especially because, you know, it's the combat club and everything. And, mm-hmm. and it's like, yo, you know, room, real, William Regal is just there to just spec- uh, spectate. He could really sit there and Can't choose pick a side. Sides. Yeah. Um, but I just feel like this was a point in time where... It's not like Daniel Bryan can't hold down a company. He's done it before. We've seen him do it in WWE and shit. He could do it in AEW. He can hold it down until MJF come and takes that title off of him. I just believe that that's what could have happened. And then we didn't have to give John Moxley another reign that may be short again. Because truth be told... I mean, yeah, he held it down as an interim champion and then beat the shit out of CM Punk, only the Lewis to CM Punk later on, which as the actual, like, not interim AEW champion, as the AEW champion, it was a short reign, really. You know, it was a couple of weeks. So, I think this opportunity could have... Going to Daniel Bryan. We talked about the Daniel Bryan and uh oh, Bryan Danielson. Fuck. Dude, you I've been saying Daniel Bryan the whole time. You ain't correct me at I all. I was gonna jump in, but it, you corrected yourself one time, but then you went back to it, so it was kinda like you can't flip flop it. Did I? Oh yeah, shit. That's alright. Bryan Danielson. Yeah. Well just say B D. Yeah, yeah. I can't because people think I'm playing game back in the Talking about I'm three hundred and shit. Uh <laughs> but, <laughs> but, <laughs> But Brian Danielson and Daniel Garcia, I felt like this was the perfect opportunity because you got this storyline still going on where it actually elevates Daniel Garcia because here he go. He's about to go against his mentor. He's about to go against one of the greatest to ever do it. And there's a championship involved. This can really elevate this guy to be one of those top mid-card dudes to can he break through the ceiling? Because he took this dude to the limit. Because you already know, they finna put on another great match when they wrestle again. Mm. 
Especially if there's a title involved. You just like, oh no. Nah. Daniel Garcia is finna he's gonna go hard in this match. And then that elevates him regardless without Daniel Bryan Brian Danielson actually having to lose to him to elevate him. So I just felt like there was other storylines that they could have elevated and made better and they could have did these other things all the while giving John Moxley the break that he actually needs. That's just what I believe. But I like John Moxley and I feel like yo this dude's a fucking beast. And he is the face of AEW. And can't nobody else say that. I don't care who you are. If we all thought it was probably going to be Kenny Omega at one point. Mm-hmm. Right? <laughs> nah. It's John Moxley. John Moxley is the face of AEW. Period. There's just no, no question about it. He's established himself as that. So I, I, I would say, even though I say this was my ugly, because I didn't want him to win it, I wanted Brian Danielson to win it, I still got to give the dude props where it's due. You're ugly, sir. Um, my ugly, um, I didn't really hate anything from this week to really give it my, my, my ugly, ugly. Uh-huh. So I feel like everything was... Pretty decent. I'm trying to think. Um, man. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, I don't think I... For one of the first times, I don't think I have an ugly at all. I like... I, I can't get mad at Raw, like I've said a million times. like Because I feel like he's trying to pace things along in a certain way that will... Um, Austin Theory and, and Kevin Owens was a pretty good match. And that, right, that's what I'm saying. Like we're getting <laughs> yeah. quality wrestling matches. Like the yeah. matches haven't been sucking. SmackDown was really good, in my opinion. Yeah. Um. So it's like everything's kind of, if if anything had to be ugly or like if anything was a down show, it was it was Raw. It wasn't the best of all the shows during the week. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. But, I but mean, it doesn't mean that it sucked. That's the thing. Nah, it was up against it, it two didn't. grand slams and a really good SmackDown. Yeah. What are you going to do? <laughs> Alexa versus Bailey was was pretty good. Yeah. I, I like the Dexter Loomis and, and Miz interaction and what's going on it's there. It's going somewhere. Yeah. yeah. Um, honestly, if I had to choose anything, I, I just don't like the whole Rey Mysterio thing. Yeah, I don't like it, but I don't... It's like... It's just my own taste. It's hard to give something yeah. an ugly when I feel like it's my taste. It's just yeah. kind of like... It already was in a position where it was weird because Edge should have been the guy. I didn't like that they fed the the Street Profits to the Brawling Brews, neither. If I have to be nitpicky, I'll tell you one thing I didn't like. That, like, real short and sweet. What, what was the whole fucking point of doing the... Well, uh, Solo Sequoia, you didn't really win the... Uh, North American Championship because it wasn't a sanctioned match. So, you're going to have to win it again. And then I'm... Just to fit in on SmackDown. He fucking won it. This is not real. Why did you do that? That was weird. You know what's even funnier about that? (coughs) Is that they said, oh, and Solo doesn't have the... um, 
the American, what is it called? The North American title on them. And we'll explain about what was going on with that later. And they never explained, explained it. <laughs> I'm like, is this Vince's world? Yeah. Where things are like, like we shouldn't have done that shit. that shit. We shouldn't have done it. So we're moving on. Until uh, like it didn't happen. Like, wait a minute. You, you guys did a whole you thing. You know what I didn't like about it? Was this. This was the first. <laughs> like, you pulled this, right? When this was the first time. You were gonna have the whole bloodline together. Yeah, and he doesn't have At his, his title. Belt, mother, it's like, what the fuck were you thinking? Oh man, that's, <laughs> see, that's why I love, you the minor presentation <laughs> yeah. things. You're a movie yeah. guy, so you, yeah. I didn't even think it's about that like, shit. Yo. Like, uh, maybe that's why he wasn't in the camera a lot of times. It was like, just don't. Triple H was like, we fucked up. Let's just not. Yeah, have yeah. yeah. <sighs> this is upsetting. Yeah. Oh, silly, silly, silly people! I just, I was just like, "What the fuck is going on here?" Well, there you go. There's an ugly. Gotcha. Yeah. You know what? I, I, I turned to watch NXT, but when I didn't see that the crowd was dark, I was like, "Oh nope, I'm gonna turn." Ah! Until you darken this crowd, <laughs> yep. so I can't see this goofy let's, shit. Let's, let's I'm go. out of here. Unless we're going back, I got no time for yep. this. Yeah, yeah, nah. It's a real weird setup. I don't like the setup. that They got to go back to the old one. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing wrong with the old one. Classic NXT. Mm-hmm. I love that setup. Yeah. It felt bigger than it really was. The What was it? Full Sail, right? Yep. Remember the takeovers were at Full mm-hmm. Sail? It was still dope. Yeah. Very passionate. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm hoping happens with Dark as they start to but use the... isn't the rumor too, because I know we didn't bring that up, but they're going to start... Tra- He's going to bring back the takeovers. Yeah, I know they're going to bring back gonna takeovers. Happen. And uh, I'm assuming... Once they start doing that, then they're going to start bringing back the touring, too. Because, I mean, that's another problem, too. Like, you got... You have yeah. to season people, even if it's smaller places. And honestly, Like the Aragon Ballroom, or, yeah. or, or, or where were we at? Not the Aragon Ballroom, wherever you know the what? shit hole we were be at. told, the smartest thing, and this is what Triple H should do. And this would be the smartest thing for WWE should, should do. Because, first off, Matt, I've never been to a house fucking show. They never did. No, I don't. Right? Why Why aren't all the house shows NXT? Showcasing, mm. developing the people who are eventually going to take over or going to be a part of the main roster. And allowing people to actually see this. Truth be told, I just don't know how much money is the... And maybe that's... Because I'm not in WWE corporal offices and stuff like that. But how much money is the house shows really making? And I think they should go off based off of that and what they could actually do at NXT. Mm-hmm. I think they should start having NXT do house shows as well and then start comparing how much NXT is making in house shows as a matter of fact, all they got to do is do what they've been doing or do what AEW does. We got specialized fucking names for certain shows, like when they did the And then how they Dragon use Dark show. and Elevation. Yeah. yeah. They bring people in to evaluate, but you also get some reps in, basically, is what mm-hmm. people get. So if I'm at Universal Studios visiting... Like, oh, shit, I can see Adam Cole. He might not be going against, you know, Kyle O'Reilly, but he's wrestling, and I get to see yeah. it live in an intimate setting. Mm-hmm. 
Like, Dark is fun to watch sometimes. If you ever get bored and you want to just check it out or whatever, some, you get some quality shit on there. Yeah. Or some dudes where you'd be like, yo, that's what makes, bring this motherfucker back. Yeah, like, honestly, like that's what Remember makes, Blue Pants? Yeah, we, yeah. Remember how we yeah. love Blue Pants? That was that's just what makes some, uh, the tickets worth it when you go see Rampage. Yeah. You get Dark first and then you yep. get Rampage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, damn, and Blue Pants. Remember how that was organic? Yeah, that it was, was like yeah. they were using her. Now she works for AEW. Yeah. You know what I liked too was uh, when the show was in Cardiff, and they did the Hey <laughs> Bailey. Yeah, ah, yeah, that that was my shit. I loved it, and I loved how she interacted with the crowd mm-hmm. when they were doing it. Like that was that was so dope, and I was surprised that her first show, the American crowd didn't do that. I was like, Yo, this is something. Well, she's a heel now. Sir. Yeah, but still, it, it's it's. It's to piss her off. That's what I like about it. True. It's like, cause but their point wasn't react. to do right, right. Yeah, yeah. But I, I feel like a lot of yeah, people yeah. Are like, hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. But anyway, uh, be sure to check out fifteen fifteen and have all the content. Be sure to rate, subscribe, review to the podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or any other podcast platforms you choose to use, such as Stitcher, um, as well. Uh, just type in 1515F. You should find the podcast such as Equal Opposites, Love and Hip Hop, The Rundown, Wrestling Roundtable, Studio Flow, or Slur True. Or if you want to just go straight to our website, 1515F.com, and you can just go on that podcast part and pull that down, and you can find all those podcasts. We would greatly appreciate if you go ahead and uh, follow us on Facebook or Instagram. Uh, click on the Amazon banner. Go support the site. When you go in there and purchase something, we would greatly appreciate that. Halloween coming up, so go ahead, get all your Halloween decorations. Get your like Halloween you know decorations. Um, or if you just want to buy me something, go ahead. I, I appreciate that too. You just, could buy me something. OGP, just you know, just hit me up, and uh, and I'll give you the address. And with that said, it is me, Stir the Pearl. It's Miller, and we out. Jamming on the one. You are now listening to the raw, the bad, and the ugly.